0: You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls Podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls Podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from Tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. Real quick, just want to thank all of you out there who listen to the podcast. We're wrapping up the 2020 year. So many guys have left reviews on the iTunes app and it's just been great to see those come in and to see what you think about the podcast and love seeing the five-star reviews if you want to leave a review always appreciated so thank you so much for doing that uh, we are close to closing in on 500 episodes this is episode 471 so we're we're just a few months away from episode 500 can you believe that that is just wild that's averaging about a hundred episodes per year because this podcast is going on for about Five, six years now. So, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Today's episode, what are we talking about? We're talking about how to dress sexier to women. You know, just recently I did have someone on the podcast to talk about style and fashion. I just don't think you can get enough information on this. And with almost 500 episodes, I actually don't think I have enough because there is a lot to learn. And I feel like it's very helpful. To understand how to dress yourself and how to look your most attractive. And so I like to bring experts on to be able to talk about this. I learn stuff, you learn stuff, everyone is learning, and it's just a win win here. So today on the podcast, I have Mr. Patrick Kanger. I hope, uh, hopefully, I said that right. Patrick Kanger, and he is a stylist for men. And he helps men dress to be more attractive, dress for their body type, dress for the style that they like. And he makes guys look amazing. So, on today's episode, he's gonna be giving you some quick tips and really a whole breakdown of what to do based on how much you can afford and how much style is important to you. So, if style is very important to you and you wanna invest a lot into it, he's gonna teach you how to do that. If it's important to you, but you don't have a lot of money to invest in it, he's gonna teach you how to do that too while still getting the best clothes. So, this podcast is for anyone out there with any budget trying to make their wardrobe look awesome so you can feel confident, look better, and attract more women. And that's what we go into on this interview. Now, if you're looking to get help in other areas to be able to attract women, don't forget, you can always apply for coaching where you and I work together. So, it's like Patrick, he does something similar to me. You can work with him to get style advice and to look your best. You can also work with me to work on more of the inner qualities, how to be actually more confident and how to be more charismatic to meet and attract women, working on flirting, working on your conversation skills. So, it's like if you combine the forces of looking good, feeling good, and just being your most attractive self with your personality, my friend, the sky is the limit for you and you can attract so many women you wouldn't even believe and I'm dead serious here you will have the triple threat you just have to understand how to present yourself in the best way and you're going to get that from Patrick and also if you want to learn from me in terms of the other stuff your personality and talking to women and flirting just work with me at coachedbytrip.com where you can apply today at the chance of getting a spot into my coaching program and I'd love to work with you and I'd love to help you my mission on earth is to help as many guys as possible. That's why I have this podcast and the YouTube channel and this coaching program, even my my hooked program which is a video course which you can check out at com. So lots of resources available to you. Don't give up. The new year is coming up. I want you to work on this and know that you have the solution. It's at your fingertips even today. It's at your fingertips because you're going to get a great interview with Patrick learning about style. So why don't we dive into that? If you're interested in coaching, you know where to go: coachedbytrip.com, and let's talk style. Hey, Patrick, how's it going, man? Good trip. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, no worries. It's great to have you here. You know, I do have other stylists come on from time to time, but it's always good to hear from other people in the style and fashion industry in terms of. Helping people dress better, dress sexier. And, you know, there's there's never enough information on that just to make it easier for guys. I think one of the things are well, actually let me hear from you. What do you think are the biggest complaints from guys about style and clothes and, and dressing themselves and all that?
1: There's so much, but I think that a lot of it is the fact that it's difficult. Like it, it's not shopping isn't meant for men. It was never designed for us, right? It's a it seems like it's a women's experience. Like you walk into a mall and it's like, okay, where do I even start? You know, there's like so many different options. Uh, and it's also not something that we grew up with, right? Our parents didn't teach it to us and if you were trying to dress well when you were younger, a lot of people would kind of make fun of you or you know, give you a hard time. And then, so you grow up and you realize this stuff matters. And so it, it becomes difficult. And so I think a lot of guys just feel lost, right? Like, that is a common complaint that I have is that, like, look, I don't even know where to start because it, it's just not an experience that was built for us. So guys have trouble figuring that out, navigating that territory.
0: Got it. Yeah. I mean, it's true. A lot of that stuff is more for, has been more advertised towards women and things like that. And, and it's just, it's not something, That yeah, we're really brought up with, you know. I it's when you have a girl, you know, you're probably like, let's go shopping. You don't really do that to guys because you just assume that guys don't want to do that. Even your younger, you know, boys, and it's just something that's not paid attention to. But it's important. I won't tell you that. You tell us that. Why do you think it's so important? What are the benefits of dressing better?
1: I mean, again, so many, and you can look at the the literature on this too and the studies, but. Basically just get treated better. You can make more money, you get better mate selection. And not only that, but you also have a a sense of self-confidence too. And this isn't just like hoorah stuff. Like this is actually like backed by science. So there's so much that I can do for you, but I think a lot of guys just glaze over it. It's a very it's an important bucket to fill in your life, right? It's an important thing. And the more that you put weight into this, it starts to really pay off dividends in other areas too right so it's not just like you'll get all the benefits from dressing well and people treat you better and you feel better but you can start leveling up in other areas as well a lot of guys will say you know what now that i handled that i'm ready to to handle fitness or or you know i'm ready to handle my my interpersonal relationships whatever it is it's a stepping stone in the right direction for a lot of guys right just like a, a one area to work on and focus on
0: yeah totally so when you're working with guys what differences have they said it makes in their lives after they're done working with you and getting this part of their life handled? Huge, man.
1: I mean, I've had guys... I had a guy email me last month that said he credits me for uh, helping him meet his wife, right? Like that relationship. And that's a huge thing. And I don't think that I... I, I mean, I don't take credit for that at all, right? But it's, it's a stepping stone in the right direction. Again, it opens up more doors. And so I think that's what people feel. You don't know what you don't know. Right, And so when you aren't dressed well, or you're not looking good or, or whatever, you don't see the other side of how people could treat you. Right, It's kind of like if you grow up maybe poor or something like that, you don't see all the opportunities that money or, or getting your finances in order, the, the benefit of that. Right, You don't see that in your life. So for a lot of guys, they end up opening up those doors and they're like, Wow, this stuff really works. And it, it's life-changing. So it's a it's a big deal
0: and they can really feel that. Cool. I love it. That's awesome. So, let's talk about this. How can guys dress sexier? So, let's build it up from the ground up. Let's say there's a guy out there who goes, "Yeah, I'm wearing the same underwear for the past 6 years. You know, I got t-shirts all the way from college and I'm well out of college. I got things that are stained." And he just goes, "Patrick, there's nothing here. You know that I can probably wear that's going to look good, or maybe he thinks he does. You know, but but probably not because we just don't have a uh, intuitive sense of style. So, why don't you tell us where can a guy start if he's trying to start from the ground up?
1: Yeah, that's a great question.
0: And also to kind of preface that question, how much money do you need to do this?
1: Gotcha. Okay, so we'll start there. I think a lot of guys think that in order to dress well you need a ton of money and that's just not the case. I tell guys this all the time. It's we are living in an area where it is easier than ever to be well dressed. You not only have guys like me and you know my colleagues like with blogs and you know YouTube channels and things like that, but you also have access to affordable clothing. There's more clothing makers coming out these days. You can find lots of different brands online. You have access to a ton of different brands. So, the ability to be well dressed, it's not like it's exclusively for those with money anymore, right? You can be well dressed at any sort of financial, uh, any place that you're at financially. So, to be honest, I would say for a core, like a core wardrobe like if you're just looking to kind of just add some add some good pieces you can easily do that for 500 bucks right you can say okay i can get i can get situated right i can get some good outfits that can pair up or down for about 500 bucks you know if you had more great you just level up you say okay i can get into better made clothing i can you know have uh, more items so your budget scales right but you can find a lot of great pieces that have range so you can pair them up you can pair them down that's really the key to things. But jumping back to where you would get started, like if you're in that situation now and you feel like, hey, you know what? This just isn't working anymore, you have to start at home base. I think a lot of guys, this is what happens. They think, okay, it's not working. So they run off to a department store, they go into like a Nordstroms or something like that. And they're like, all right, man, you know, they tell the the guy that's working there, just tell me what's cool. And uh, you know. Okay, cool. Gives him a shirt or two, right? Something kind of loud and obnoxious or whatever. He's like, all right, I guess this will work. And then he comes back home and he realizes he doesn't like it. It doesn't pair with anything he owns. And he's still got a bunch of junk in the closet, right? And I see this cycle over and over and over again. So instead of doing that, you want to start at home and you want to say, okay, what here can I get rid of? What here can I tailor? And what here can stay? And if you can just sort of sort out your own wardrobe and say, all right, you know what, let's just start from scratch. Let's pull everything out, figure out what I don't like wearing. If you haven't worn something in six months to a year, you're not going to wear it. So just get rid of it, right? Start there and say, yeah, you know what, I I, got to get rid of the stuff that's not working. And then you can jump up and say, all right, let's start building a foundation, right? Let's build a foundation to build upon some core items that have this range that I'm talking about, right? So for example, like a pair of dark wash jeans, right? You can pair that up, you can pair that down, you can wear that with a t-shirt or you can wear that with the sport coat. White sneakers can be worn with a very casual suit, can be worn with shorts and and, uh, a t-shirt. So you have about five to 10 items that you can buy that have this range, and so then you have a ton of options to make different outfits. So start there and make sure that everything at home base is working for you and then go out and slowly and methodically add in and buy the best that you can afford. Right? Say, okay, I'm going to invest in 5 to 10 really quality items uh, that can pair up and down and that will get you started. Right? That's a great way to just kick down the door and say, you know what, this is how I'm going to start implementing and start changing things right away. Right?
0: I like that. I like that. Okay, cool. So tell me again, the range of money that they need to invest. I
1: would say, yeah, I would say five hundred to thousand dollars if you're looking to get a a really good capsule wardrobe with quality items that are going to last you for a long time and that you're going to enjoy wearing. Somewhere in that range will do fine for most guys, right? And again, we can scale that up or down.
0: Yeah, like scale it up. Like, what if you're like, no, I want to have an amazing wardrobe and really kill it?
1: What's yeah, man. It like? So I and I get this from guys all the time too because it's like, all right, well, what are you doing for work? Right? What are you are you into designer brands? The, all of that stuff plays into this. So if you're a guy who wears suits to work every day, I mean, you're going to have to scale up the budget by a few thousand dollars, right? Because you need that that range. But if you're you know a tech programmer in uh, Seattle or San Francisco, right? Like a lot of my guys are. I mean, they're wearing well dressed to them is wearing sneakers to work. So you don't need that much stuff. But yeah, I mean, if you really wanted to blow it out of the water, a few grand again. For a minimal sort of minimalist style. So, nothing, we're not going over the top and buying everything designer, but we're buying some designer items. Because if you spend $500 on a t shirt, frankly, like, I I think that's dumb, right? I think that that money is much better invested into something that will last you a lot longer and is worth that. T shirt's easy to make, right? A suit or a pair of good shoes or you know leather; those things are worth that kind of money. So you really do need to think about what it is that you want to add in, and then invest in those pieces. Right? Spend the five hundred, spend a grand. Right? Do that stuff that's worth it, but don't just go out there and blow money at Gucci, Saint Laurent, or any of the designer brands just because
0: you can. So let's say this then. Let's go through this. Be an interesting thing to do. I haven't done this with anyone else on the podcast in terms of style. Mm-hmm. Money not an issue. You're a millionaire. Money's just not an issue. Yeah, we'll recommend spending on all the basic stuff. So we'll say maybe like, uh, and I'll go through it if you don't remember here. Yeah, like a shirt, jeans, chinos or pants, and then we can go to suit, and then we'll go to shoes. Let's just like it's just go off it. And what do you think? Again, money not an issue. Just to give guys an idea of like what if they want to really kill it, like what that could look like, and then yeah. actually yeah. Hey, let's do this. This will be even more fun. If you want to kill it, what do you want to spend on something to get something awesome? Money, not an issue. And then let's go. What's the minimum you should spend on something without buying a crappy piece of clothing?
1: Gotcha. That's a better way to look at it because I think that it, again, depends on what you need, right? So, for like, you could go get a custom suit, do bespoke, right? You spend. Three grand, four grand, right? That's kind of the upper, the upper echelon of that. If you wanted to get something great without, you know, just paying spending excess money, right? Same thing with maybe like a pair of leather sneakers. Common projects, five hundred bucks, right? You can get the Koyo brand, that's like two fifty, right? So, you know, anything lower than two hundred, we'd say no to. Anything lower than a four hundred dollar suit, three hundred dollar suit even, say no to. Anything lower than fifty dollars for a pair of jeans, say no to. Right, but there's certain things like a T-shirt. Like Tom Ford, the designer Tom Ford wears Hanes T-shirts, and he tailors them to make them look great. But he wears Hanes because it's a white T-shirt. It's not that hard to make, right? So you know, with that, yeah, spend spend five ten dollars. That doesn't matter. A leather jacket, don't dip below two hundred. Don't dip below three hundred. Right. So there is a bar that you need to set for each item based on the construction and the quality. Right. I don't mind telling guys, hey you know what if you want to go get simple items like underwear and stuff like that for under 10 bucks, you're being smart about it. You're not wasting money. but if you're trying to do the same thing with a suit and you're like, hey man, I got this thing on sale it's 100 bucks, you know I found it on Instagram. Uh, it, 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 it looked great there. No, you know skip that go for go for the stuff, invest in the quality stuff And that's another thing too when you guys are starting out, it's think about timeless brands, right Brands that have been around for a while, invest in traditionalism. Because they've been around for a while, they've been doing it, they've been around the block, they know what they're doing. That new brand that you saw, like on Instagram or whatever, you know, on a Facebook ad, they're probably not killing it, right? And I see those brands pop up and I see them disappear overnight. But if you're investing in heritage brands, brands that have been around, you're gonna do okay. And generally, they have a uh, a dedication to quality because they have been around so long. So that's another thing, you wanna invest there as well.
0: What about sunglasses?
1: That's a good one. The sunglasses. It depends on the brand. Now, a lot of brands are a lot of sunglass brands are owned by Luxottica, and Luxottica is sort of the the behemoth of eyewear. Okay, and so generally, they'll buy up a brand and then kind of reduce the quality of it. So, I don't generally like buying those kind of sunglasses, but about anywhere from you know hundred dollars to. 250, 300 is a pretty good price point. So, brands for that would be like Garrett Lay, Salt Optics. Those are both good brands that I like, Cutler and Gross. The majority of brands, like I said, are, are owned by Luxottica, like the traditional brands like Ray Ban, stuff like that. All of that's fine. But if you really want to step up your game, you're going to go, like I said, invest in that quality. That's really my emphasis is saying, all right, figure out what it is that who does the thing well, who does the suit well, who does the shoes well. Go invest in that stuff and then buy it once, set it and forget it. Right? You don't want to have to keep updating your wardrobe constantly with stuff that's just breaking down, tearing, just not good quality stuff.
0: Got it? Yeah, because that's the thing too. That's one of the issues I have. I have an interesting relationship with fashion because I like to get nice stuff every once in a while, but it all depends. You know, it's like some. It's like I feel like if I ever go cheap and I buy cheap. So, let's say your Zara, your h and m, that stuff only lasts so long, okay? So that's the con of it, right? Of course, the pro is it's cheap. The con is that it will only last so long, and you and I you know, I can make something last long if I don't dry it or do those tricks, but still, it's got a shelf life to it. right Now, on the other hand, on the other end, you get your more expensive items. The pro is that it's quality. it's you can just feel it, you know. You can feel the quality in in purchasing a more expensive, stylish item from sunglasses to shoes, to shirts, to suits. I mean, you know. So you feel that quality, but then it's like you stain that thing. You shrink that thing. You do one mistake on that thing where sometimes one mistake is all it takes and the thing is ruined. It's like, well, shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, I go back and forth. It's like, oh, well, I might as well just buy this. Because it's a little bit more inexpensive and I'll probably stain it or shrink it or you know, accidents happen, whatever. Yep. But then on the other end, I'm like, no, I don't want that thing. I want it to be nicer. I want it to look nice. I want it to feel good. I want to be excited to wear it. What are your thoughts yep. on some of that?
1: You got to mix highs and lows, right? So that I full disclaimer, I mean, I shop at Uniqlo for underwear and t-shirts, right? Because like I said, I, I know. I'm a guy. I stain stuff, right? I'm not like the most perfect guy in the world. I'm definitely going to get a stain on a white t-shirt. So buying a you know five hundred dollar t shirt that's a legitimate price five hundred dollars for a white t shirt from Gucci like I know I'm going to ruin that thing within the year. So for stuff that can see a lot of that like things that might get worn out, just go basic and then mix that with higher end pieces, right? So if you wanted to buy a higher end watch, if you wanted to buy a higher end leather jacket, something like that, if you mix those highs and lows, your whole outfit ends up being good because the the high sort of offsets the low. So for things that you're just maybe going to go through, like I said, like white t-shirts, there's no way that I'm going to spend that kind of money. But I'm going to invest in other pieces that can offset that stuff and really signal, oh yeah, this guy's stylish because I have those bigger pieces, the things that make the difference, right? No one's looking at a white t-shirt and you know wondering the difference between if that's a $150 t-shirt or a $10 t-shirt. It's really hard to tell. But you can easily tell the difference between a $100, $150 suit and a thousand dollar suit. Very easy just from the naked eye. If I just held two guys up and I said, hey, which one has the thousand dollar suit on? You'd probably easily be able to tell. So again, mix highs and lows. And, you know, with those pieces, like with those t-shirts, rotate them out. Once they once they get worn, once they get a stain on it, you know, those things I keep rotating in the closet. But the good pieces, the things that I invested in, right? The the good shoes, the leather jacket, the blazer, the dark wash jeans, those things I take. Great care of. And because they are better quality and because they're not prone to wear and stain and things like that, they last for a long time. So you just got to mix those two things together, highs and lows.
0: Yeah. I feel like a jacket would be one of those highs because Mm -hmm. you don't wear it as much. It's not going to be, you know, you're not going to have a higher chance of shrinking or staining it because you're not washing it, you know. So that would be definitely something that you would, you know, spend a little bit more on. So what about? What about the idea of trends? You know, trends kind of come and go. You want to buy something, but it's like, is this something that is going to look cool in a couple years, or is it going to, you know, just fade out? You know, how do you balance having more basic of a look but still looking good, and then having something more trendy or stylish?
1: It's a great question. I think that basically you do need to build that foundation first of timeless items. And the good news is that whether or not something is in trend, like most timeless items for men never go out of style, right? Like a good pair of jeans and a white t shirt, just like we were talking about, that has been in style for 100 years and it will continue to be in style for 100 years. So you can add in things on top of that that are a little bit more trendy if that speaks to your style. But first, you build that foundation out because then you can do anything that you want with it. Trends are also a product of your personal style. So if you are a guy that does want to say hey, I'm I'm into the fashion stuff. I do want to look a little bit more modern. You can look modern with just basic stuff too. But maybe you say hey, I'm I'm just kind of into fashion. It's more of my my style, my personal style, then you can work in trends, right? And just know that those are going to go out of style within one to two years and you're going to be buying new pieces each season. The thing is, with guys, there's always a way to be well dressed, no matter what your personal style is. You can be the timeless guy, right? Who just says, Hey, I'm going to stick with items that have been around for a long time. You can be a fashionable guy. You can be, I mean, there's so many different personal styles. You can be edgier. You can be preppier, right? You can be kind of outdoorsy and rugged. All of those things need to work to your personal style. So if you are a guy who likes the trends and likes being, Kind of on fashion, experimenting with new things—that's fine. That's your personal style. But just be aware of what you're going to have to do. Right? You're gonna you're gonna miss sometimes, and you're gonna have to replace those pieces. So just be aware of that. That's another thing too. That if you did want to do mix in Lows, you know this too. But Zara and H&M are great at staying up with both basic items but also trends. So if you didn't want to say, "Hey, I'm gonna just always follow trends and spend you know X amount of dollars, some crazy high amount of money." on trying this trend, you can sort of sample the trend at Zara first and say, you know what, does this work for me? And if not, then you just move on. That way you're not investing a crazy amount of money on something that you might
0: hate a week from now. What are your thoughts on shopping on Amazon? For Amazon, Amazon clothes.
1: So like Amazon's brand, Amazon Basics is not terrible, but there's just better brands. And especially like with Amazon Prime shipping is odd. Like I love Prime, right? It's great, but Again, you come back to the idea of what is rooted in traditionalism or who's been around doing it for a long time. Like, those guys won't steer you wrong. You buy a pair of boots from Red Wing, it's like, okay, that's going to be great. Even Levi's for jeans, the price point is not high at all. If you don't have that much money and you're like looking for a good pair of jeans, they're still 50 or 60 bucks, but they invented jeans. Like, they don't screw that up, right? And they've been around still. So you can go there and know, okay, I'm getting this like a higher quality item. Um, so as long as you're investing in those brands that have been around a long time, you're going to do okay. So that's why I usually advise guys to stay away from stuff like Amazon, stay away from newer brands, at least at first, right? Build a stable foundation and then you can go out and explore a little bit.
0: Nice. Yeah. On the brands that have been around, know what they're doing. Right. You can trust them. Know you're getting something good. Yeah, for sure. How does a guy find his style? How does a guy... you know, If he's like, I don't know what my style is. I don't know how to, you know, what kind of style I'm going for. I, I, don't have a, I don't even know where to begin. Where could a guy get help with something like that?
1: Right. And that's something that I work with clients on a lot because I think we talked about this before, but guys just don't really think about their style much and they don't think that they have a personal style, but everyone does. And I can always challenge that. I mean, the car that you drive, right? You chose that car because you liked it for whatever reason. You think it represents something about yourself, usually. Same thing about the way that you decorate or whatever, or the music that you listen to. Right? A lot of people don't just say, hey, I have no taste in music. I just listen to whatever happens to be on the radio. It's very rare. Normally, you're going to have things that you like that appeal to you, whether it's food, whether it's color, whether it's what, like I said, what you drive, what you listen to, what you watch. So the first thing to do is really start looking around at your life and saying, okay, how can I take these pieces and work them into my wardrobe a little bit? So for example, if you're sort of like a rugged outdoorsy guy, you know, you don't necessarily wear Patagonia hiking gear out and about, but if you worked in more, you know, boots, suede, denim, tweed fabrics, right? Those little elements signal things about you to the rest of the world. So look at the activities that you like, look at what you're actually doing in the kind of guy that you are, and then just adapt things that signal that to the rest of the world and start in small doses. Everybody starts at this core foundation, and then you just take and pick and choose little things to add in that speak to your personal style that reflect who you are to the rest of the world. So it really does start internally. That's really the first place to look.
0: So you're saying you don't just tell every single guy you work with to just look the same. Like you right. you you, you want to find kind of what their vibe is and to see what they're into and and then dress according to that.
1: 100%. And this totally. is yeah, this is something that I think Here's this is the 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 biggest problem I think with men right now or or dressing men because a lot of guys are into the whole subscription box thing or they're like hey you know what I got a female friend she can help me out we'll just see what she thinks and they they sort of outsource their style they don't do the the internal work of trying to decipher it and so like what happens when you you sign up for a subscription box or something like that right they send you whatever is sort of. On trend at the moment, but you've never actually learned how to dress yourself and you get it and it's full of clothing that you kind of like. And you're like, I guess I'll wear this, but I'm not really me. And you just don't feel like yourself in it. And you end up just not liking the clothing. Like there's no reason that all the clothing that you wear, you shouldn't absolutely love. Clothing can actually be fun and it can signal stuff about you to the world and you should enjoy wearing it. It should signal something about you. So when you outsource that, you take that away. With women, it's kind of the same thing. A lot of guys, it, it makes sense too, right? To say, oh, like let's just get a women's opinion on this. But what I find when that happens is that women will always sort of, they will push their style biases on you because they're looking at you from an attraction standpoint, which is good, but for that specific woman, right? I have a friend who, she she's been a friend of mine, really good friend for about 10 years or so. And so throughout this time, I've seen her, Fair share of boyfriends kind of come and go, right? And uh, what happens after they've been dating a few months is kind of funny because she's a pretty fashionable girl, so she'll always sort of, you know, she'll suggest things here and there. She'll take them shopping with them, and around like the three to six month mark, they all kind of start looking the same, right? No matter where they started from, they all kind of start looking the same. Like, you know what? That's kind of funny, right? Because she's just saying, hey, you know what? This looks attractive to me, so therefore, you should wear it. So if you don't do that, if you outsource this to somebody else like a female or anybody who's looking at you from an attraction standpoint, that's what ends up happening. It's not a reflection of you anymore. It's a reflection of them. So you have to be very careful about doing that. I wouldn't outsource my car choice or you know that kind of thing or the music I listen to. I wouldn't outsource that to anyone else. That, that's a personal decision. So the more that I have control of that, the more the world is going to reciprocate and say, hey, okay, I get you. I understand what you're about the more you're actually going to like what it is you're wearing. You got to be in clothes every day. So you might as well like it.
0: Right. No, that's a good point. It's a very good point. What do you think of box subscriptions? Like, What do you think of Stitch Fix?
1: That kind of stuff, I think that... I wrote an article about this a while back. And if you really have nowhere to go and you really can't think about it, sure, I think it's an okay thing to do. But like I said, most of my clients straight up will find me after a subscription box. That is usually their first go-round. And then they come back and they say, Hey, you know what? I tried that. It didn't work. The clothing I didn't really like. It never fit quite right. A lot of times guys just say it felt like department store leftovers that they just kind of sent them. And the other thing too is that you never actually learn the skill. You never learn how to be well dressed. It's kind of like shipping in, like you'll never learn to be a good cook if someone just sends you a meal in a box every day. If you can get in there and you can play with the ingredients and you can know how to dress yourself well, that's a skill. And that's a skill that will serve you for the rest of your life. With a subscription box, like let's say you have a date coming up to something a little fancier, black tie event, maybe, I don't know, whatever, something that's fancy. What happens when you need to choose something to wear? It's like, Oh, shit, it wasn't in the box this month. You're like, now what? And your hands are tied. So learning how to dress, it ends up being, like I said, this this skill that you can develop and hone and it's a very easy skill to develop too. But it'll serve you well for the rest of your life. And you'll always be prepared for any occasion. And you'll feel confident in what you're wearing. Not just like, again, like you outsourced it.
0: Got it. Okay. So yeah, it's it's like uh, teaching how to man to fish, in a sense. <laughs> exactly. Instead of, instead of fishing for him. No, totally. That's That's good. What are some other style tips you have for guys? Maybe things that you've seen that guys do wrong, common mistakes that could be easily tweaked to make them look better.
1: Yeah, fit is a huge one. I think most guys know that. And now most guys are starting to understand that, right? So just making sure that your clothing fits correctly. There's a lot there that you can change up. But for whatever reason, a lot of guys are not afraid, but they just don't go to a tailor. And that is just the easiest thing you can do to make your clothing look better. Menswear is really rooted in nuance and traditionalism. So there's a certain amount of cuff that should be showing out of your jacket, right? Your shirt should be this length. Your pants should be a certain length. And so all of that can be rectified by some easy tweaks. So the first thing really is diving in and saying, okay, what can I tailor to make look a lot better here? And a lot of the time, it ends up being a lot cheaper than buying new stuff. Because to hem your pants, that's you know, 15 20 $25 at the most. And so taking that you can completely change the way that you look and the way that your your legs are perceived just by tailoring. So not being afraid of that, not being afraid of a tailor and saying, okay, if some of this stuff doesn't fit, even if it's just a little bit, let's take that, let's tweak that, let's go get a tailor. Another thing too is whenever I'm working with a client in person, so I, I work both online and in person and both of the times I see this, but the guys, when I can get into a guy's closet and I see this, it it's it makes a lot of sense. But the you'll see a lot of guys with, Excess branding, excess pattern. They got a lot of colors. They just got a lot of stuff going on. And a lot of times that's a product of kind of like I said, where a guy goes into Nordstrom or he asks his girlfriend or a female friend, and they just give him a bunch of clothes, right? And it's not necessarily the great stuff that's going to work for him. It's just clothing. So you, when you have a lot of pattern, you have a lot of branding on your clothing, you have a lot of different stuff and different styles in there, it all clashes together. The goal of style is to really simplify things down. It's kind of like an equation. And the more you simplify it, the easier it is. So, taking out some of those, those excess, excessively branded shirts, uh, overly patterned items, things like that, and focusing on core colors, staple colors, like I call them. So, like black, white, navy, and gray. Those are the easiest colors to pair. You're going to find a lot of them. And again, they, they have range. You always want to get items that can play a few different roles. Right? It shouldn't be just, I'm going to buy this outfit for this one occasion and that's it. We want to get items that can play a lot of different roles and work with a lot of different items. So making sure your items have that range and that you have that foundation built with those core colors and items that are going to pair really well, that's huge. So weeding out the stuff that doesn't do that. I would say that those are, those are pretty good. And then also willing to mix things up. So this, this will be the third one. Like A lot of guys get stuck in their ways. They say, okay, this is the way I've been doing it for so long. And they never thought that, hey, maybe there's a better way or maybe they've been kind of doing it wrong. So be open to trying new things. Be open to next time you go into a store, trying on a slimmer fit, maybe even trying on a roomier fit, right? Trying different items that maybe you haven't thought about before and just throwing stuff against the wall a little bit. Because that's how you break the mold and that's how you see other things that you like. You don't know what you don't know. And so until you get in there and experiment, you'll never find out. So just be willing and open to try a few new things every time you go out and shop. I think that's a big one.
0: Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So, one last question. I know you kind of answered this, but just to get really specific here, you know, so guys can know what to do. So, let's say guy listening, he can save up $500 mm-hmm. and he wants to get as many staples as he can. With that budget, I know it's small, but I'm purposefully making it small because when you have a bigger budget, it's easier. So I'm trying to solve the problem of mm-hmm. you know, what do you do when you, when you have a little bit of money? So let's say $500. What do you recommend this guy does with $500?
1: Immediately go, like I said, start in your own closet. Take out everything and sort through it. Figure out what you're not wearing. Anything that's older than six months, get rid of. Anything with stains, rips, tears, whatever, get rid of. Sounds simple, but a lot of guys don't do it. So you're going to have no clothing to start, right? Like, because that's that. Once you weed that down and you really think about it, you're probably not going to have much. Take out anything that can be tailored and start there because with $500, you don't have that much. So go take the pants that are a little too long or, you know, a little too baggy. Go take the shirt that has the sleeves that are a little too long or there's a little excess fabric in the midsection go take all that stuff to get tailored because that's going to save you some money and actually make those good items work right the stuff that's salvageable it can work with a little bit of tailoring so then figure out what you have and then take stock of that and say okay here's what i have left look at the gaps that you need to fill and say all right what am i missing here now a lot of guys have excessive amounts of athletic shoes but you know no pairs of boots or you know they don't have a pair of leather sneakers there's something in there that they're missing so after that, once you kind of figure that out, you can sort of build a shopping list for yourself out of you know uh, what it is that you're, you're missing. The core items that you should be looking for, like I'll just run down a little core shopping list that would get you well on your way, but would be cool. a few, a few uh, basic staple plain tees, right? So black, white, navy, and gray, those kind of colors would work great for plain tees. The next thing would be a pair or two of dark wash jeans. So again, those can pair up or down. Work in a pair of black jeans too as well if you're going out a lot. Darker colors end up usually working better for sexual attraction and things like that. At least lower, they'll slim down your legs a little bit, make you look taller. So stuff like that. Uh, Shoe-wise, the white leather sneaker is like the quintessential sneaker right now because you can do so much with it. You can pair it up, you can pair it down, you can do anything with it.
0: I um, literally just got those today, by the way. They just really? Yeah. That That's goes. awesome. Before, before this call, I went down to my mailroom and I got those. And it's just really funny that you said that. So it was my first pair of white leather sneakers. The ones I had before that were... I don't know what the other term would be. What's a non-leather? Was that, what Was is that? Lint? Canvas what would that be usually canvas? The other, Okay. Canvas. Yeah. So yeah, I had a white canvas and uh, had them for a year. They just got dirty. And so I just got another pair.
1: It's crazy the difference too, right? That like the leather can end up looking so much better and you can pair it up better than you could pair can- canvas, right? So the 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 canvas stuff is great for shorts and chinos and sometimes jeans. But with the leather, you can actually you again, you have more range. Like I love my I like, converse, right? Like I have converse that I'll wear all the time for just more casual stuff. But with the white leather I can really uh I can I can dress that up a bit more. So yeah, that's a totally. great one. Yeah. Cool. And then the next thing would be a pair of boots. Boots are, especially for dating, I tell guys like boots are a great middle ground because they're not quite a dress shoe, but they're also not a sneaker, right? They're kind of this middle ground of upscale casual, and they usually give you a little extra height too, which is great. And so a good pair of my favorite are Chelsea boots because they're easy to get on, they have a little bit more of a style element to them so a good pair of chelsea boots and again you can dress those up or down just get one in like a plain black or like a nicer dark brown and then you have two pairs of shoes that you can wear for a variety of occasions with lots of different things so do that for shoes and then chinos are usually a good choice as well for more summer stuff so cotton pants basically so just a gray and a tan like a khaki pair work well and then i would say a couple jackets would get you started very easily too. This is a, a really easy style hack, but just throwing on a jacket can change everything. Like, if you look at most, and, and I know, you know, I know most of these guys, style Instagram accounts, YouTubers, whatever. The only thing that they do, man, it's like the biggest secret, and nobody's figured this out. The only thing that they do is they wear a t shirt and then they throw a cool jacket over it. Like, that's it. Right, like it'll, you'll, know, it'll blow your mind once you start looking at it. You're like, oh damn, like that's literally all they do. And so, oh,
0: yeah, you're right. A lot of these pictures I see, they're always wearing a jacket.
1: Right, and like, and just always, always. And if you look at what's underneath it, it's generally just a t shirt. And so usually they'll just have like a rack of jackets that they can pull from, right, and throw that on over the t shirt. And then everyone loses their mind, like, oh, that's the coolest outfit. They take the jacket off, and it's like, oh, that's just a t shirt, man. I could do that. I'm like, dude, you could do this pretty easily, right? So. Having a couple of good jackets really gives you just like a style boost, right just a little bit of like a a level up and layering can do a lot for the body too because I would say most guys don't look great in t-shirts right like I go to the gym, but i it's a t- shirt right sometimes it shows some weird curves that you don't necessarily want right like just stuff like that so if you don't have the best body, layering is a great way to cover some of that up right because it'll actually hide some of that the the curvature right it'll hide some of those the stretching, right, and the little ripples in the fabric stuff like that. The collar will make your neck look bigger. And then again, it's just, you know, a little style hack as well. So, a couple of jackets like a de- good denim jacket and a good leather jacket, especially if you're, you know, going on lots of dates, really good items for you because it's just simple pieces you can layer. And I would say that's a pretty good start for for just a good casual wear
0: wardrobe. Awesome. No, that's great. Great information there. It's always interesting to me to learn about it because I feel like I'm I'm still a student of it. And trying to wrap my head around, you know, like I said, like I, I'm, I, you know, I I go back and forth between: Do you buy something that is more expensive or less expensive? And it's not even necessarily a money factor. It's like, for example, I like Zara because a it fits me well. Mm-hmm. It just you know default fits me well, and they have cool pieces that I I find it's hard to find in other places. So I like. Their style, but and I would pay more. Like, if they charged more at Zara, I would pay it because I like what they're doing there. Like, I wish Zara was more expensive and they put more money into the quality of their stuff. I would shop there for literally everything, you know, something like that as an example. But then I do once in a while buy a designer piece, but I get a little nervous because I've done that before. And then all of a sudden, it's like, this doesn't fit me anymore because like it just shrunk over time or. You know, you get a little food on it and you didn't get out the stain, it's like, well, now it's gone. (laughs) You know. So point being is it's always interesting to hear from style experts such as yourself and 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 just learn from you and get some quick tips. So as much as this was for the guys out there, it's for me as well. So thank you for being here and doing it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I mean, just to piggyback on that too, I mean, Zara is great. There's tons of great stuff there, right? So that's the other thing. If you have five hundred bucks and you want some good looking stuff. Go, those fast fashion stores, yeah, I mean the quality's not great, but they do look good. And fit is so much of the battle, right? You could walk into Zara and you could say, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to spend a decent amount of money here, right?" Or just a, a small chunk of money, whatever it is, and you'll come out of there looking pretty good. A lot of it comes down to brands, right? So if a guy, you know, I'll, I'll recommend certain items for guys, and they're like, "Okay, cool, yeah," and I just went to you know Marshalls or you know Coles or JCPenney and, and tried to get it. But it just doesn't fit right. It kind of feels funky. And I did this weird thing in the wash after I washed it. And it's like, yeah, because you didn't get the good quality stuff where you needed to, or at least a baseline level. And Zara, like you said, man, the stuff looks great. It really does. So, you know, there's no problem in doing that, but definitely explore other brands too, right? There's so many other brands that will fit just like Zara, but also have an emphasis on higher quality as well, right? So, um, yeah, it's just it's about exploring and, and stuff like that. But again, the mix of highs and lows is a great way to go about it, right? Saying, okay, cool. I'm gonna work in some uh some lower price items, but I'm also going to spend the money where I need it to as well.
0: Awesome. Cool. And if guys wanna work with you, where can they go if they wanna skip all the research on their own and and work with someone who can just tell them what to do and, and also teach them what to do.
1: Yeah, man. And like like I said, that's a big part of it. I, I don't I want people to understand exactly what it is that works for them, not just a, a guess or what I find attractive. It's like what actually works for them based on a lot of stuff their body type, their coloring, their lifestyle, all of that, right? So um, spend a lot of time on that. But anyway, the website is pivotimage.com, P I V O T image.com. And yeah, they can work with me online or in person. And it really is, it's all personalized to the guy, right? It's personalized to exactly what it is. That you need. It's not just guesswork. It's not just random clothing. It's looking at your life and what's going on and who you are and then adapting style to you. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty dang cool.
0: Awesome. Well, guys, check him out. I'll put that in the show notes if you want to work with Patrick here. Patrick, man, that was great. Great info. A well said, simple. Thanks for being here, man. Appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Chip. Thanks again for having me, man.